In years past, the season of Lent has seemed to drag on. Maybe it's because we chose to give something up and it was too much of a shock to our senses, too ingrained in our daily routine and the abruptness with which Lent arrived didn't provide us with an adequate amount of time to prepare. Perhaps we were looking forward to the season of Lent and for whatever reason, once we hit week three and there were still three weeks to go, the season we were so looking forward to was now a season we wanted nothing to do with. A season that we wished would just go away, off over there somewhere else. The sloth-like pace of Lent, well, it's intentional. This is not Advent where we anxiously await the culmination of four weeks with tinsel and decorated homes. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Perhaps you've decorated your home for Lent, not Easter, Lent. Have you put up a tree, a litten tree in your family room? The slow pace of Lent provides space for the church to do some much-needed self-reflection. This season of fasting, prayer, and repentance, it's an intentional act to allow the faithful and the not-so-faithful to turn back to Christ, turning away from sin which is grabbed a hold of, sin that we cling to in hopes that by the grace of God we will no longer be bound to our sin. And instead, we will step into the light of Christ's resurrection. Mustering his band of followers at the Mount of Olives, the place where God declared to stand in order to defeat those who had gathered against Jerusalem, Jesus dispatched two disciples to fetch a donkey and a colt. After retrieving the animals, Jesus was saddled up. And the disciples, along with the followers they had been collecting as they moved through the region, began their procession from the Mount of Olives towards the holy city of Jerusalem. The first century red carpet had been rolled out for the prophet, the Messiah, who was coming to free the holy city, who had come to free the world from the weight of that which they had been held captive by. The followers who had been traveling with Jesus witnessed and were participants in his miracles and his teachings. The feeding of the 5,000, teaching Peter about forgiveness, the extension of grace to a woman who was about to be stoned, the healing of the blind, and so many more. These people, they threw their cloaks on the ground So the dust from the ground would not be kicked up and onto Jesus by the humble animal that he was riding on. As Jesus and his followers entered the holy city, they were greeted by another group of people, the citizens of Jerusalem. We do not hear much about this group of people until nearly the end of our Palm Sunday story. While Jesus had been traveling to the city, he was hailed as a Messiah. Hosanna to the son of David, the people said. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. These shouts of praise and longing, 
they were echoes of a prayer of Psalm 118, which Pastor Ed read for us. A psalm of victory, victory of Israel's Lord. A psalm in which the gates of the Lord were opened so that the righteous would be able to enter. When these two groups of people came together, Jesus and his followers and the residents of Jerusalem, Jesus was identified by his followers as a prophet, but in preparation for this procession into the city, Jesus identified himself as Lord, as a Lord who would ride not a creature typically associated with royalty and power. Jesus did not ride a war horse ready to make a triumphant entry through force, but instead, fulfilling the words of the prophet Ezekiel, Jesus entered the holy city with humility. If Lent seemed to drag on in years past, this year, Lent of 2020, has felt as though we are moving at the speed of light, and yet we have not gone very far. If you're like me, the path you now travel is limited to the walls of your home, with few deviations, maybe out to the front yard like today, from that path, and they're few and far between. The ash on our foreheads is barely gone, and it seems now Jesus is marching towards Jerusalem, making a beeline for the temple. And it would be great that this is where the story ended, the shouts of Hosanna, but as Lent draws to a close, there is more to the story. There is more than just Palm Sunday and shouts of Hosanna to welcome Jesus into Jerusalem and to the closeout of Lent. If we were to leave this story at Hosanna to the son of David, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest heaven. We miss, then, the abruptness with which Lent draws to a close. The closing's not drawn out. And the quickness with which Holy Week moves. Jesus entered the holy city, and before a week goes by, he will have been crucified will be dead. In less than a week, the man who entered the city peacefully, with no show of military force, will tell his disciples to put away their swords as he was taken from a garden, as he was arrested and then killed. The quickness with which we move into Holy Week, beginning with the procession that we celebrate today, is a shock we experience year after year. Fleming Rutledge, the Beyonce of the Episcopal Church describes the moment as beginning with triumph and ending in catastrophe. The turmoil Jesus caused as he entered the holy city stirred up such alarm among the religious and political leaders that the only thing left to do to this peaceful prophet was to kill him. And in a moment of brief clarity, the religious leadership of Jerusalem and the political leadership of Rome, two groups who did not always see eye to eye, found a common enemy they could focus their attention on. We cannot, as Fleming puts it, pass from Palm Sunday to Easter without Good Friday. The movement of Holy Week occurs quickly so quickly, in fact, that it is easy for us, the faithful, 
to ignore the events of Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, preferring the celebration of resurrection over betrayal, denial, arrest, mockery, and death. In moving from Palm Sunday to Easter, skipping the rest of Holy Week, we forget that the crowd who followed Jesus into the Holy City, the group who shouted, Hosanna to the Son of David, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest heaven. That group would either end up shouting crucify on Friday as Jesus was offered to Pilate in exchange for a murderer, or they would go into hiding, fearing the fate of their teacher would soon become their fate. It happened so quickly. The shouts of Hosanna to the shouts of crucify. And that's where I find myself during Lent. That's where I find myself answering the question, who am I during Lent? There are days when I would like to think that I'm leading the Palm Sunday procession, keeping pace just right, and then there are times when I find myself hiding behind a locked door, or worse, joining the crowd, willing to exchange Jesus for some guy named Barabbas. The day that we look forward to, Easter, it's just a few days away. The day we celebrate, though, every Sunday, did not come without a price. Easter was not made easy for Jesus, Fleming Rutledge writes. And yet, the price paid by Jesus is not the price that each of us pay. The saving grace extended by Christ, the same grace extended at the well to the Samaritan woman, same grace extended to the woman about to be stoned. The forgiveness of our sins, no matter how many they may be, is free. Free to those who shouted Hosanna and free to those who hid or shouted crucify. Easter is coming, and it is free, and it extends freedom to us, to everyone. Freedom from captivity to sin and death was paid. It was paid with the unconditional love of God for you. The peace we seek in this world, as slowly as it may seem to arrive or as quickly as it may seem to depart, is found on the cross of Christ, beginning at the Mount of Olives, all the way to Calvary, regardless if you were in the crowd shouting, Hosanna, and then hid in an upper room, or if you were part of the crowd who traded the life of Christ for the life of Barabbas. That freedom is still yours. And the price? Well, it's been paid. I offer it to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.